Hello, everybody. It's Monday again, July 13th, um, 2020. And uh, welcome. Welcome aboard. I think it's episode 304. I can't be positive, but I'm pretty sure of that. And I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. We're struggling through. Uh, It's been a long time doing shows. Belinda and I have been showing up every day. And uh, it's, uh, it's a pleasure and a bit of a responsibility. And so we're feeling that. We're feeling that nowadays. So um, today's show, it happened, and then tomorrow's show is going to happen. I thank you for being here. California just went in back into lockdown again. So it's been a bit of a stressful day here, and I hope that uh, if it's a stressful day there that you're managing and you're getting through it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be considerate, I have to admit. I lost my uh, patience a little bit with Belinda today, and I feel really, really bad about that because she's the person who's really getting me through this, and uh, she's the last person who I want to make feel uncomfortable. And so I, I think we can all kind of relate to that. We're all kind of operating on our last nerves a lot of times and doing our best, and... Uh, you know, I hate to have to ask for someone else to excuse my shortcomings. And even though I was mad at her about something, you know, obviously we're always mad at someone about something that actually is making us mad. But uh, I'm really trying not to lose my my patience, and uh, I regret that I did that. And it probably doesn't even seem like that big of a deal when you hear it. But I just wanted to say that now um, because Belinda will never hear this because she doesn't listen to the podcast. She was here at the show, and uh, I'm just kind of trying to reinforce for myself the way that I'm thinking about these things. I hope you're doing well, and I hope you're hanging in there. Here's our show for today. Uh, Please enjoy. Trying to turn on the thing to see who's here. Obviously, Belinda's not here, but she's on property, so we're probably going to see her soon, soon soonish. We're going to see Belinda soonish. I'd like to see you guys first, but I can't figure out how to... Which way do you reach to touch the thing to make the thing happen that you want to have happen? So this says we're this says we're on. That says we're not yet on. So I think that we're on. And I think that I'm here. I'm greetings to you from uh, the Man Cave, Shangri-La, den of all good things. This is where all the good things come to be. <laughs> that can't be in uh, in the house. Belinda's been out to get us some new pillows so we can really sleep all our troubles away because really, that's a proper response to Varinus is uh, just sleep your troubles away. You can just go night-night and uh, when you wake up, everything's going to be better. Oh, and she's Hi. on her way in. I'm here. I'm just eating my sandwich. Uh, I think it's better if they don't have to hear me eat You're it. just eating your sandwich. Mm. Or you don't want them to hear you eat your sandwich. Well, you could have eaten your sandwich a little bit earlier. Mm. All right. I can see you now. Hello, Jen. Hello, Sue, my sister. Hello, Richard, Keys, Joan, Rachel, Keith. See Kevin. Hello, see Kevin. Hello, F- Flavia, Clinton, Monday, Monday. Hey, man, I need to, we need to talk on the phone because I saw those t-shirt ideas that you have and I'd like t- us to figure that out. So, um, so let's talk on the phone later this afternoon. Uh, Laura, Ed, um, yes, uh, <laughs> Kevin, see, Kevin is requesting a pillow fight. So maybe we're going to have a, a oh, with our new pillow fight. Yeah. 
Well, well tell them I don't think we can really have a pillow fight with those pillows. They're filled with wool. They They're full really of wool. An so it'd be like having a sheep fight. Like if, 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 well, you know, you can picture it. Sheep fight. I mean, how? <laughs> I don't have to spell it out to you guys. You know what a sheep fight is, don't you? I don't know how to say that in Espanol. Do you know how to say sheep fight in Spanish? <laughs> she won't come on camera because she's eating a sandwich. She feels that it's going to be a little bit too much. Mm. The guy was trying to explain to me what had happened to the wool. We used to card it, blah, blah, blah. And, that's, and I was like, you don't explain carding to me. I've spun wool, mate. I know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, you've spun wool. So he's trying to explain carding wool. And you said, don't, don't start with carding. Start with shearing. No, yeah. Start with shearing. Then you get to carding. Then you get to spin, um, spinning it. Richard... Richard's got one, overheard at Disney World today. What a great day. The lines were like half as long as usual. Only complaint, have they changed the food? I couldn't smell or taste anything. Do you see? You get it? Because No, that's the first symptom of the varinus, Jerry. Oh, right, yeah. Everybody's going to Disney World to get some varinus. It's the happiest place on Earth. And now, improved with double the varinus. Um, Yeah, so happy Monday, uh, We've got, uh, yeah, Belinda Soonish. Yeah, Darren. Belinda will be here sooner. Soonish. Um, I'm, I'm here. Just, you just can't see me. Oh, yet. here you come. Are you coming in? Mm. Sally's here. Yeah. So, <laughs> Lori from Australia is here. Thank you, Jen, for telling me about Lori from Australia. She's giving it another cry, try after, <laughs> another, another cry after Friday's uh, show, but we've really patched things up in Jerryland, haven't mm. we? Um, You're in love are, with me. Things are great in Jerryville. You've gone out to get some uh, new pillows new for us. Mm. Someone is saying scratchy, scratchy pillows because they've got wool in them, but they're not scratchy. No. Well, first of all, the wool is inside of a cotton bag. Oh, it's bag. beautiful soft wool. Mm. And second of all, wool is is the modern space age fabric of the future. It's cooling oh, in the summer yeah. and warming in the winter. Wool, everybody, is jump into wool. If you're cold, jump into wool. If you want some. Uh, Really good. You know, my grandmother's house is insulated with wool. Her little apartment that she bought, that flat, was, you know... I believe it. That was a, it was a simpler wool. time where there were less people in Australia where they're like, well, what should we insulate the walls with? Well, we've got a lot of Australia. sheep. Australia! Oh, New Zealand. Well, we've got oh, a lot of sheep. Oh, my God, Jerry. We've got a lot of sheep. Jesus. Get it right. Oh, You're married God, to a Kiwi, I know, and, sh- and my grandmother's got a house that's insulated with wool. The wool is so soft, and the thing that's really nice about How it... How soft is it? Is that from one of our people, or is that no, from you? No, that's Johnny Carson. He's <laughs> okay. <laughs> the wool is so soft. How is it? It's so soft. So here's even a baby's bottom is jealous of it. Yeah, that's the type of joke. Yeah, baby's bottom would love to be in it. So the thing that's really cool about the so you can get kapok, which is also a natural. I didn't know kapok was natural, um, but you. Uh, sorry, I just did a burp. Uh, but they stuff the wool in there, and then to make your pillow less firm, you can take some of the wool out. I'm going to take some of mine out. I think it's quite stuff-a-rude, mm. and I think it would be a bit firm. But we're both going to have the, the right shoulder-to-neck-to-head ratio. You'd like to have your pillow high ratio. enough so that when you lie down, you're There's not... There's no neck crunching you're, you're, going on, because yeah. um, I've been having a bit of a sore neck. And so I still haven't been able to catch a glimpse of whether or not your eyes oh, are yeah. completely yeah, you've closed really, or open. Yeah, excuse me. You've just completely given up on that. I, I don't... I think you should be more concerned about whether I'm sleeping with my eyes open. Well, I wouldn't say I've given up. I just... I'm going to have another treatment on Friday. Yeah, you just... Could you slide up for a bit? I've realized the lighting sure. change that I like to usually make. 
Oh, yeah, well, there's nothing like a midstream mid adjustment. Mid-show lighting adjustment, usually I... So how how is everyone's weekends? How's everybody doing? Heat index is a hundred and six degrees Fahrenheit with keys. That's, That's horrible. Hot. Let's take Yuck. your temperature. How yeah, do you feel right now? <laughs> Darren, it's a bit, he said thanks for the new Depression Fridays. You're ninety seven point three. I'm ninety seven point three. Yes. No, well, we can't both be the same. Well, we could. Okay, do me again. <laughs> All right. Someone was asking if there's a baby announcement, new baby announcement. 98.4. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I knew that 97.3 was bogus. What am I at? 97.1. Both those last temperatures were, yeah, bogus. Nonsense. Yeah. Hey, we're watching a really fun movie on Hulu. It's sort of like a modern-day Groundhog Day called Palm Springs. It's free. It's streaming on Hulu. Highly recommend it. We've got 20 minutes to go. We're yeah. laughing. Yes. Apparently, we're laughing. Yes. We're having a yes. good time. Andy Samberg, I was telling... Fanula that she might like it because her boyfriend Andy Samberg's. Oh, she, he's she, in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, and mm. she goes. I don't have a crush on Andy Samberg, and he's I go. Got a very nice fuck Jerry. Oh, oh God! I'm talking. Yes, you, I interrupted. <laughs> right, and especially when it's sort of a funny story that then you jump right in the middle of. It I just didn't even. Okay, Jerry, I didn't mean to jump in the middle of. I just interrupted. Yes, I get it. Exasperating. You're really losing your cool. I'm hot in here. It's hot in here. Right. Yeah, I did lose my cool just then. Yeah, that's... Well, I really was excited to tell this story about Fanula and Andy Samberg. I was really excited. Yeah, and I just was really amazed at how big his mouth is. So Yeah, he's got a lot of teeth in there, too. He's got huge jumpers. And his girlfriend in the show is uh, quite funny also. I don't. I should have looked up what her name is, but it's not uh, Girlfriends of Andy Samberg Day. <laughs> uh, fictional Girlfriends of Andy Samberg Day. What's wrong? Is your hand okay? Just thinking about if I'm going to... Punch me with a... <laughs> punch yeah. you with a... No, oh, I've you're got mad a, at me because I got, got mad that you interrupted bite. me. Yeah, well, who, yeah. No, I got a bite on my finger, so it's itchy. Anyway, it's not a Insect. big deal. Yeah, you didn't bite it in the night, Jerry, when you were supposed to be looking if my eyelids are open or not. You didn't reach over and actually just have a little bite of my hand. You that don't know that. You. I don't think so. I think if you had a little chomp, it would be a bit different, and it wouldn't be itchy like this. Mm. I don't think you've got some sort of... I'm sleeping so uh, well the last few nights that it doesn't even occur to me to wake up and bite you, um, mm. or have a nibble, or a lick, or a sniff. Yeah, how I does mean, she none taste? of those things. Yeah. I just wake up in the morning like, ah, oh, I missed it again! <laughs> yeah, I got through the whole night and didn't get to do any... Okay, so what were we going to do? Conversation with Fanula about Andy Samberg. Oh, it doesn't. It's not. It's not worth going back to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to be disappointed if you don't. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's you. I'm going to be over here. Constantly. Audio is choppy. Oh, video is choppy. Yeah, I don't oh. know. That could be that uh, there's a problem with the uh, internet's, which is beyond our control right now. It's the damn. Frontier. Frontier is, yeah, having a bit of a... Formerly Verizon, not Verinus, Verizon. And, uh, man, Verizon is... A Verizon was a disappointment, and then they sold themselves... They rebranded themselves as Frontier. I think it's still the same jackasses at Verizon who are behind this, but... Yeah, they're no, they're no new Frontier. They're an old Frontier. So I've been trying to go through stuff and get stuff ready to throw away or take to Goodwill. And, of course, you can throw things away right now, but you can't take anything to uh, to Goodwill right now. No. 
Well, there's smiling. a lot of <laughs> well, you're smiling at me. Jen said they're so busy paying attention to each other that we should talk amongst ourselves today. Hey, Jen, it's Motivational Monday. Yeah. Listen up, because a gem could come through at any minute. If you're oh, not paying attention, look, Jen you'll is, be so sorry. Jen's a grown-up. She... <laughs> Verizonus, yes, Verizonus. Yeah. Uh, but now they're frontierless. Which Jen, what we Jen's been around. Them. She knows pretty much what we're going to say about Frontierless. Anything. So, um... yes. So here's here's the thing that here's this is something that I've written down in my little notebook of ideas and then I transferred it to this notebook of ideas for the show. Um, when you're going through your possessions and trying to decide what to keep and get rid of, um, one of the questions you can ask yourself is what would be thrown away in the dumpster by people cleaning up af- for my cleaning up my estate if I was to die tomorrow? Like if you were to die what would be thrown away? Oh, I think that's a hard one, though, because one man's, you know, garbage is another man's treasure, or woman's. One woman's, you know, cast-off is another woman's, like, oh, this, this pair of jeans has got at least five more years well, of yeah, life in it. Well, yeah, but you're not asking yourself... You're asking this as a kind of a starter question <laughs> of what to get rid of. Like, this thing that I'm saving is who... Who cares about <laughs> who cares about this thing? And you do it's virtually everything in here. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. You're yeah, just then I put look a around. mask to this whole place. No, oh, I think no. you're missing out because I think a lot of this stuff you might be able to sell to some of these. Oh yeah, I bet if we had a garage <laughs> sale on our show. Maybe that's if Verinus yeah. goes on another six months, that's what's gonna happen. So I'm gonna just start selling everything oh, we'll, in here. We'll do it we'll do a Friday auction. As you a know, fundraiser. Yeah, the thing is I don't I wouldn't come in here and just put it to you don't be you know, don't sell it short, Jerry. There's a lot of charm out here. It's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and there's quite a lot of our shared life as well. Darren's asking if I can keep mm. it down. They're trying to chalk, talk out there. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry if we're yeah. interrupting. Um, yeah, well, heirs must keep your New Orleans shirts. Well, oh, there's um, going to be yeah. a yeah. This is a New Orleans shirt. There's going to be another jazz fest in September mm. on WWOZ. So I'm very excited about that. And there's also going to be Satchmo Fest. Coming up, uh, I think, later this month on WWOZ. <laughs> I knew, I, yeah, Don, I did know that Goodwill is a for-profit organization. But when you're going to give your stuff away to somebody, Salvation Army does the same thing. They sell your stuff. You, you know, I, I'm not sure. If you know, Don, please let me know who to donate my stuff to that's going to be helpful and, and not a profit. But, um, God. We've got some <sighs> pillows. Anyone would oh, like Jen it. just mailed me something for my office, and I got to go. We now we got to go to the PO box. Oh, the oh. workload is piling up right now. Well, California's going back into lockdown, so we're going to have time. Yeah, we got and that got announced today. Gavin Newsom putting us back into lockdown because our numbers are going up. And then, of course, the scientists were saying over the weekend, nowhere else in the world is talking about opening up schools and sending schools kids back to school with surging, you know, varinus cases. So, you well, know, the United uh, States is talking about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking yeah, about that. Yeah, the U.S., that. yeah. No other country apart from us is talking we, about doing we that. We march to a, the beat of a different drummer, if I may. Mm. Um, yeah, the so mad drummer. Here's a little motivational thing. Who, oh, yeah, motivate me. Who, motivate me, darling. <laughs> let me know when you're ready. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he used to find me charming. It used to be charming. Well, when I dropped look, it. let's now, face it. He's just, yeah. You lock, so, you lock yourself into the house with anyone, even your soulmate, for four months. And uh, some of it's, the stuff they get up to is a bit like, <laughs> oh, God. It's wearing thin. Pa- pause, pause, pause. <laughs> uh, Who knows what brings fortune since we cannot see the end? 
who know who knows what brings fortune since we cannot see the end and that's a quote about uh, you know that's like that that's like the story of you know we'll see something happens we'll see you know you we'll see We'll see what happens. We'll see what it means as time transpires. You know? uh, you're trying to motivate us about being in lockdown in the middle of a pandemic. I'm saying, I'm saying that. You, well, no, I'm just asking. Yes, I'm just asking yes, I am because okay. yes, on the All surface, right, of course, this seems terrible and it's awful to not be able to go and do the things you want to do, like jujitsu. Did you or, tell them what happened? No. Well, well California's back in up. lockdown, so yeah. the jujitsu place that was going to open up today. I think they had a. I think they had one class at six a.m. and another one at noon, and there were two people there. And now they're shut again because California is locking back down. So, yeah. of course, of course, on the surface, all the things that you can't do, and the fact that uh, people are dying, there's nothing that's going to put a bright face on people dying. Um, I mean, unless you're the kind of person who hopes for people to die, which I really try not to be that kind of person. Uh, we all fall down that hole every once in a while, hoping that someone else will die. But I, I really—it's usually just an individual. You're not hoping. Oh, I hope 130,000 people <laughs> die. You don't hope that. It's just yeah. someone who you really hate, and you go, "I wish that tosser would, you know, pop his clogs." And, I admit you know. that sometimes when you're telling me about climate change, sometimes I wish that a billion people would die. But then it's just quick. It's just like a weird. <laughs> oh, I thought he was going to say that he wishes that I would die. So I'd shut up talking about climate change. <laughs> no, that's you projecting yourself, and that's only—that's no, not I'm, really a solution. I, that was a joke. That's a a solution to the symptom of climate change, but not to climate change. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, the symptom Um, is you've got a lady who's telling you in your ear, "Hey, things are things are getting shit is getting real, my love. Mm. Shit is getting real." Well, I, you know, this is we just have we're going to have to really surrender. So Jake and I do this thing sometimes that we really enjoy. We walk down to the beach, and then um, are they talking about us? Well, yeah, I was just going to. I wanted to kind of stay on this topic that I was. Oh yeah, yeah. Go. Yeah. Let's go back to motivational because Scott, Monday. And, Scott yeah. was saying he had a he he had a guy at a brewery try to uh, argue that his oxygen tank was hampered by a cloth mask, and uh, and Scott it was hard for him to not rage at him. And I think that's one of the problems too with with the Varinus right now is everybody's patience is strained. Everybody's kind of angry at people who aren't doing what you know they think should be. Appropriate, like the ma- the no mask guy is angry because you're not wearing a because you're wearing a mask, and then of course I'm with the we should be wearing a mask when we're out in public, because hey we don't know what's going on we want to protect each other. But but, but uh, do you think it might also be a little bit that we get angry at the person who's right there in front of us because really we're really angry at the people who didn't take care of us in the beginning and didn't have a federal and a strong policy. I think that's who we're really angry at. And I think we're angry that now they're trying to silence Anthony Fauci. And I think that what happens is, is then we're taking it out. I mean, these poor people who work in supermarkets who are having people yell at them when they say, hey, no, you have to wear a mask to come in here. You know, I feel like, you know, mm. those people are bearing the brunt of it. Like that thing that, you know, we've talked about and obviously is happening a little bit, you know, you familiarity breeds contempt or when there's someone I mean really it's the uppy ups it's the people in charge who we need to be you know yelling well, at I, I would just say or mad at I would just say that it never really helps you to get angry with people it doesn't convince other people to do what you want them to do it only kind of undermines your greater purpose if what it is is that you'd like them to do something different yelling at them and getting angry doesn't is not helpful yeah and so I would just say rather than uh 
I, I was really just talking about the anger. We've all got so much, you know, there's a specific thing that's bugging you right in the moment, which is this person is not wearing a mask. Um, and then they're saying some silly nonsense about uh, it's limiting their oxygen supply. That That's the little thing that's making you angry. But it taps in and it triggers this other kind of general level of anger and frustration that we have because we're out of control and there's so much uncertainty and we're not making any money and 100,000, 130,000 people are dead and all this other stuff. So any little thing now that makes you a little bit angry, you, 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 you want it to like, I'm justified. It's okay for me to release all of this anger that I have. And, uh, and that I think is what's really going on right now. People have got so much, such a backlog, a big dam of, of a huge reservoir of anger right now that's just trying to get out. Mm. And so when they see an op- opportunity where they feel justified, where they feel this is self-righteous, I, it's okay for me to just let this person have it. They can't, they can't restrain themselves. And so I'm, I'm really struggling to, to not do that and to not get into adult education and to not start yelling at people. My challenge, what I'm working on for myself is to try and not snap and not lose my temper when you cut me off and throw my pen down. I'm really trying not to do that. But it's throw your pen down. When I threw my pen, I threw my pen down because I was frustrated that you interrupted me. I'm oh, trying you not did? To. Oh, goodness. Yes, yes. Wow. That's oh, how a, mad I was, Jerry. Yeah, it's I a little threw bit, my pen on the floor. Wow, that's a little bit violent over here. And so when we talk about who knows what brings fortune since we cannot see the end um what we're talking about is what what we may get out of this at the end you know we will have done we've already done the 14 and a half weeks of this show yeah guys this is (laughs) i think that the show has been good for our relationship and our marriage uh in spite of that it's been kind of difficult i think we both developed some skills of kind of hosting and interacting with people online that's been that's been pretty fun and uh Anyway, that quote is uh, by in the book by Lord Dunsany called King of Elfland's Daughter by the character of Elveric. And uh, I really, that book is a bit tricky. Lord Dunsany is an amazing um, character. And I first found out about him when I was reading a book by Neil Gaiman. And there was a quote in the Neil Gaiman book at the beginning mm-hmm. by Lord Dunsany. And it said, A man, and it, it, Neil Gaiman, it was a it was kind of a neverwhere. I think was the book that, that that was in the beginning of. It's kind of a fantasy of this other world that's happening, parallel to the above ground world of London, and and it's really an amazing book, Neverwhere by Neil uh, Gaiman. But the beginning, he had a Lord Dunsany quote, and it was, "A man is a very small thing, and the night is very large and full of wonders." And I I really liked that quote. If you've ever been camping somewhere where there's not a lot of people around and you're outside the city and you can see the stars and you really kind of get a bigger sense of the world than you normally would get at home in your bed. I mean, of course, the world is amazing. We found each other from the other side of the world. But but when you're outside and you can see all those stars and you can hear the animals and you're in your tent, you you, you really get a sense of, like, this this whole thing is not about me. I'm just a tiny little part you know man is a very small thing and the night is vast and full of wonders you really get a sense of that when you're outside and and uh so lord dunsany is an amazing guy and i think he's he's got some insightful ideas yeah the universe is a big place it is a big place it is he was the 18th barony of dunsany 
and he was born in 1878, died in 1953. He laid the groundwork for the fantasy genre hmm. with with his books. He wrote over 90 books. For those of you who are thinking Lord Dunsany is some esoteric thing that I found in a Neil Gaiman book, and now you barely care about. No, he's a real guy. Well, it's just when you, this is the other thing. When you kind of look at your life and the things that you've done, and I've done a lot of cool things, but right now I'm doing this little show in our in my little fantasy cave um, with our friends here. And, uh, you know, someday I'll be dead and people won't know who I was. But Lord Dunsany wrote 90, 90 books. He laid the groundwork for, fan- for the fantasy genre. He was a um, chess and pistol shooting champion. <laughs> was he keen on duels? He wasn't keen on duels. I he think d- he was just shooting pistols at targets. Oh. But he invented this game called Dunsany Chess. And Dunsany Chess is uh, one side. The black side of the board is a regular chess board, and the white side of the board is only pawns. And instead of getting um, 16 pieces, you know, there's 16 regular chess pieces, so black has the 16 regular chess pieces. White has um, 32 pawns. That's all they have. Mm. And uh, their pawns... The black is allowed to move two pawns at once on their first move, but the white, when you're white in Dunsany chess, your pawns can only move one, and you go until your pawns are... they can't move anymore. And they can get promoted to uh, queens if you can make it to the end. And so it's a a very kind of misbalanced chess game, but it gives you a chance to exercise a different part of your... It just reorients reorients your strategy. And, Mm. And also... Uh, it, it was interesting when I read about this this afternoon because um, in jiu-jitsu um, you're, you're often underneath someone who's stronger or heavier or whatever and you have to think of how you're going to strategize to get out of a situation where you're outmatched on some levels and trying to see if you can um, gain an advantage on another level like smart, they don't know what you're going to do next so I think that maybe we have to lord Dunsany our way through the coronavirus. You know, we have to mix things up. So, you know, if you like playing Monopoly or you like playing Bridge or you've got a game or just doing things maybe a slightly different way, getting creative with how you do the shit that you do every day. What do you think? Because I think, I think that's the other thing is it's the monotony of it. You know, it's like we're doing the same thing. Hmm. So if you can shake it up a little bit. Yeah, or or reoriented your, reorient yourself to this new reality. We're so used to living our lives in one way to reorient. I'm just going to read well, this quote again because someone was making a making fun of it, saying, "Let me get this straight: the universe is a big place." No, I was. It's it's a man is a very small thing, and the night is very large and full of wonders. Meaning, <laughs> your problems are are small in comparison to how magical and huge the universe is. What, what were you laughing at? Well, Darren's saying he's getting uncomfortable, Jake. He wants to move on to camel farts. Oh, yeah. Well, we don't have <laughs> enough camel farts for today. Um, yeah. You could, do a, you could do a grandpa fart or a little kid fart. It's a little more philosophical, the show today, and it's a way to start off the week where you sort of think about the, you know, yes, how can we bend the reality a little bit? But you're saying you would like a little bit of good old escapism. Mm. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> what did what did Jen just said? So, um, am I the only one who's totally disoriented right now? No, you're not, Jen. I also am totally disoriented. <laughs> I hope that was helpful. Um, so, 
where you think the marriage is right now. Dave says uh, 17. Is that a cumulative score, Dave? So that would be a, a, like a... What would that be in it? Jane, Joan is saying from five days ago. So, yeah, adding up all the... yeah. Mm. Well, Todd, we did do some driving lessons, and then they shut down the car parks, but now... Because Todd was saying, teach your kid to drive. Yes, yes, I did. Oh, yes, thank you, Jerry. I didn't put the front button. We mm. did go for two driving lessons. I thought I was pretty good. I did do the air brakes, though, that, um, you know, when I needed her to stop. But, uh, yeah, I don't know how you're going to do driving. I mean, she could only do driving lessons if she was in the car with us now, because she well, can't be in the car with a... Uh, would you like to interrupt me? Go ahead. One of the states is now one you of would. the yeah one of the states I think it, it might have been Georgia has now allowed parents to decide when their kids can have a driver's license. Really? Yeah, you can, oh, you're oh, lucky. Here's your well learn, done, Georgia. You got a learner's permit. Well, Go for it. Um, but they're they're that's out there abdicating some responsibility. Wow. Mm. Yeah, you do sort of wonder where we're going to be in six months or a year's time. Um, do you want to get a bit of snark? Let's, let's Keith said Uma made some spicy gyro meat, and it was awesome. I wish you would make some spicy gyro meat. You know, there's yeah, a little bit of a scene, sorry. a spicy gyro scene outside of the Whole Foods here. There's on the sidewalk. These guys come by with a truck and set up a that vertical roasting spit thing, and you can go get some delicious things there. Yeah, the meat um, stick, the ginormous meat stick. I think you're going to have to go there to get your uh, gyros, darling. Yeah. I don't think I can do that for you. I mean, I cook you a bit of fish every now and then. <laughs> Dave says we've never seen more married together. I doubt that. <laughs> um, uh, all right. So what kind of snark would you like for right now? Um, What's the recipe for your snark for the moment? Well, I usually like... It's been a, so far, this Monday has been pretty good, so let's not screw it up with the wrong kind of snark. Political snark, maybe. Should we go for... Oh, you like political What am snark. I... Are there, is there, oh, we well, these are all politics in the media, money Well, we could go economy. for relationship snark and see... Or maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we should avoid... Oh, no, we're going straight to relationship. Okay. You said it. Let's yep, here it. it is. Oh, she's going to backhand him in that photo. Oh, she I thought she was going to hit him with a rolling pin. Mm. Mm. Oh, this one's too long. May West, she might have a good one. Marriage is a great it's institution, but I'm not ready for an institution yet. May West, yeah. Well, she was never ready. Well, that's a pun on institutions. Back in that time, an institution might have been like a mental institution. Mm. That would that word might have been associated more with that. So I've got a May West story that I can tell after you read the snark. All right, you you can. What what's your story about? I've got a Mae West story. Okay, great. I'm going to read this from Les Dawson, and then let's have your Mae West story. Okay. I can always tell when the mother-in-law is coming to stay. The mice throw themselves into traps. <laughs> oh, who said that? I just told you, but I... Oh, I, don't worry, no, it doesn't I can't. matter. Okay. It's not worth going back into yeah, the Yeah, no, it's not. No. So I worked with this guy, a makeup artist on something. I can't remember what it was now, so don't ask me. I think it was a TV show, and he was doing my makeup, and he had worked on the last Mae West movie, and she was doing a movie with that guy, super good-looking, was the boyfriend of... George um, Hamilton. Vanessa Redgrave at one point, quite a bit younger than her, did do a couple of James Bond movies, big squid, you know, the jaw guy. Um, so would have been after Sean Connery and Roger Moore and r around the time that um, Piers Brosnan did it, but not Piers Brosnan and another guy. 
taller than Piers Brosnan. Anyway, so this guy was starring in a movie with Mae West. Timothy Dalton. Yes, that guy. Oh, Timothy Dalton. Got well it. done. Well done, Jerry. Well done. So, so Mae West is starring in a movie with Timothy Dalton. She's probably twice as old as he is at this point. And she's got these unbelievable dresses. And they're so form-fitting and structured. I mean, absolutely structured. That when she came off uh, from a take, she couldn't sit down in them. I mean, she, you know, they sort of, they just, you know, basically sort of sewed her or nailed her into these dresses. So she would have these special reclining chairs that had, she would stand and there were arm rests and she would just lean back and it would have a padded bit at the back. And so she just lean back and put her arms down. That's how she rested in between takes. Because the, the thing, dress, she couldn't the, sit She down. couldn't sit. The dresses were so, and it was mm. so, because they wanted her, you know, she was an old lady and she couldn't wear enough corsets to get her back to the, you know, the hourglass va-va-boom that she'd been in her younger days. But that's what she wanted to look like in the movie. So they, the costumer made her these dresses that were, you know, completely, like getting into a house. It was like a house dress, you know, that she could fit into and it was shaped like, you know, young Mae West. But he said the really wild thing about her makeup was, so he went to meet her in her apartment before he did the makeup because, you know, she's very particular and she's got a major, you know, some guy who's like a major domo. You don't think this is fun? Oh, pretty fun. (laughs) 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 Oh, God, Jerry. All right. So anyway... So, but, you know, because she was a, a, a silent movie actress, she's got this idea, and she, you know, she worked in, you know, black and white, and obviously colour had been around for a while, but she hadn't been in very many colour movies, so she had this insane makeup, and he said, she, you know, her and her male manservant, you know, slash boyfriend, lover, whoever he was, had done her makeup, but she just looked like she had kabuki makeup on, it was super white, and she looked terrible, and he realised that to get, and she, as far as she was concerned, you know, this was perfect, and she was done, and so he realized he would have to be really um uh sort of subtle in getting her made up and so he told me what he did was he'd get her in the makeup chair and she'd sit down and she thought she looked you know exquisite and here she was just a sort of a white face and he would put the the blush brush into the blush and get a nice bit of blush and then he would sort of go oh look there's my cup of coffee over there and he would sort of whip it over her cheek because she didn't want it she didn't want it she she didn't want him to touch it she thought he would be messing with perfection that she and her guy had got it how she liked it and he said he just had to get a bit of color on because she really did look like a ghost she looked like death warmed up so he would very subtly you know with makeup brushes and things get a bit more makeup on her so that she went to set you know the craziest thing about her hopefully was the dress um okay that's it i'm done with that that was a great story (laughs) (laughs) i didn't i hated to interrupt you so i didn't but keys says that roger moore had a nickname of meat log oh i did read a I, i did read one of roger moore roger moore has written a startling amount of books um, that uh, I don't know if we even got them all here in America, but when we were in London and I was doing a gig at the Soho Theatre, they put us up in this condo, and on the ground floor of the condo was one of those, uh, you know, take one, leave one, book library kind of things, and so there was this one of Roger Moore's books down there, and I was like, okay, well, this will be fun. And uh, he's had an amazing career, and he's kind of very lighthearted about all the things he's done. But then in the, in the front of the book, it listed all the other books that Roger Moore had had uh, written it. It's a lot, and he, he didn't mention in this particular one uh, anything about his meat log. Uh, but uh, that's interesting, and I'm going to be doing some. Go- I, you hate to Google Roger Moore's meat log after after the show, but it may happen. Um, so I think we're about done. Would you like another temperature take? I'm going to go get tested for the antibodies tomorrow. 
When and when are you having your co- oh, and then you're going to have the COVID some other time. Well, I got to wait for them to call me back on that. Right, right. It's not as easy to get a test as you want. I think everybody's getting tested. Ninety-eight point six for you. Was that that where I was at the beginning of the show, or has it, has it changed? You're ninety-seven point one. You've gone down. I don't know how I can be still cool, but okay. So my closing quote for today. Thank you all for checking in on Monday, and of course Tuesday uh, we're going to have a Bible story. I I, I don't even. I'll just we'll just have to. Do we want to know what Bible story we're going to have? No, no, no. Let's let's. All right. um, let's we got a Bible story tomorrow and a letter from Grandma. But right now I've got another quote um, from Lord Dunsany. And I think that this one is a bit lower brow than the others. All right? Is it about his meat log? No, it's not about his meat log. I think Lord Dunsany really... He was, wasn't really paying attention to his was, meat log. He, he had lots of other things he was doing. He was quiet on his meat log. Yeah. I bet he was getting a lot, though. He was from Super a time. Super smart lord. and you know, charismatic. Lord. Yeah. He's a lord. Yeah, he's getting as much as he wants. This is from Lord Dunsany. Logic, like whiskey, loses its beneficial effects when taken in too large quantities. True, and yet to hit that maximum beneficial effect. Right. Yeah. Try telling Richard Burton that, or um, <laughs> well, it's hard to tell know, Richard or, Burton anything. Yeah, he's dead now. I was going to say then another dead guy, Christopher Hitchens. Who else do we know who we loved? Who loved whiskey? But yes, anybody. Well, who loved- I mean, they, I think they'd all agree that you do hit a point where it's working for you. It's working for you. It's working for you. It's working against you. Yeah, There's but just, you don't know. We you all know, turn. Yeah. We yeah. all turn that corner. Yeah, that happens. Anyway, we're okay. back on the good foot. Where's the marriage right now for you? In um, terms of you? I'd say, you know, in the eights. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> bit lower than I thought. Well, I mean, I, I where, guess where, I would... Where's it, where is it for you? Well, it's hard for me to say that it's in the nines, right, because we haven't been around each other too much today. And, uh, with you were going very back sweet, though. Lockdown. You called me to tell me when we were going back into lockdown that I should call Eddie... You yes. know, then I was supposed to call you. Who's your barber? Who's my hair guy? Yeah, because I was deciding I needed. A, I needed the shag needs a you know needs some shag mm. work done on it. Yeah. Uh, and then I was supposed to call you, but I didn't hear that part of it because I had bad reception at the wool pillow store. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, okay, everybody. Uh, love to love you guys, and we'll see you Manana. tomorrow. Tomorrow, yep. Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, next week I'm going to be up in the Bay Area, so we're still trying to figure out how the shows are going to work during that time. But uh, we'll see you Tuesday. I was just going to turn the light off, but i got to do the other thing. This is the magic finger that turns the show off. See you tomorrow. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. Oh, there will be plenty of time to give up later. Plenty of time. You don't be in a rush to give up. you got time. You can still last a couple more seconds. You just grab that arm that is around your neck and you pull it away. That's a little jujitsu tip for everybody who's listening today. I think the Bible story tomorrow is going to be the Good Samaritan, but I haven't uh, figured it out for sure. So I hope I'll uh, see you tomorrow, July 14th. Uh, I hope Belinda will be there. And uh, I hope we'll be a little bit happier than we were today. But in retrospect, we weren't that ha- we weren't that unhappy today. All right. See you tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. the mesh.
scene, please. I'm talking. I can't hear you unless you talk into the machine.